0: Hey, everyone. We are back for another week of exciting rehearsals. This week, we are wrapping up 2023 and looking forward to 2024. We go deep with our host, Whitney, about all that happened with her program at Round Rock High School. And I just got to say, we love a happy ending. We will also find out what made Woody say.
1: Uh, you know, our, our activity, we are very protective of what we do. And... We don't like to let anybody stick their hand in and change that. Even if you're part of it, you got to get special permission to change it.
0: And what made Trish say? How's this going to work
2: next year? You're going to have to come out a lot more prepared because the season is going to be so much shorter. And you're going to be performing in these bigger venues and all this kind of stuff. So, you know, let's see what's going to happen. I'm really, really curious to see how this is all going to play
0: out. All this and more. So get out on the field and we will see you back on the sidelines for this week's episode of On a Water Break.
3: Eight off the Met and go. Welcome to On a Water Break. The podcast where we talk everything marching arts. Everyone, bring it in. It's time for a water break.
0: Welcome to another episode of season two of on a water break, the podcast where we talk about everything you and your friends are talking about at rehearsal on a water break. I'm Jackie Brown. So we are wrapping up 2023 and wow, it has been a great year. It's been full of ups and downs, and we're going to look back with some of the hosts as we look forward to what 2024 is going to be. So let's see who's on the sideline this week. Hey, Trish. Hi, everyone. And Whitney. Hello. I feel like we haven't been live together for ever.
4: It's been a minute.
0: <laughs> Both of you guys, really. <laughs> and Woody, welcome. Hello. Say hi, mama. So as we wrap up 2023, what do you all think were the big marching arts moments of this year?
1: I know for me, uh, i had have to say for me, was uh, Cavaliers winning drums. That was a big shocker. No one saw that coming. Nice. That was that was, that was awesome. It was awesome. Was it was uh, quietly kept and all of a sudden they laid the smack down.
0: Yeah, and Tom predicted that happening early on in our in our oh, I think it was early on in season one. He he had predicted that it was gonna be Cavaliers. But man, that was uh, what how long has it been since they last won drums? Ooh,
1: or got gonna, close even. Yeah, uh I'm going to say it was like the 90s. Yeah, it's been a while. Maybe early 2000s. Yeah, it's been a while. I, I, I'm terrible with that. I don't really keep track of that stuff. I'm awful as a historian.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Trish, what
1: about
2: you? You know me as a Winter Guard person, Guard person in general. I just always go back to WGI. And it was my first WGI back since COVID um, this past June, 2023. And just... Being in that arena and feeling the excitement and all, I mean, it was, you know, it was the first year in a long time that you could really make a case for, that I personally could make a case for anybody in the top three really winning. I could have been okay with any one of them, uh, Paramount, Pride, or uh, Blessed Sacrament. I thought they were all just amazing and just the energy of being in there, you know, being back live again. And just one shout out though, I have to say, and I was just telling my friend this the other day, I honestly think that as amazing as the top three were, and the crowd certainly gave it up for them. I have to say when they pull back that curtain and Amp is standing there, it's, it's unbelievable. It's just, it's like, honestly, you can feel the arena shake and They're really just feeling, coming into their own. Oh my gosh, they really are. And, you know, just, I can't wait to get back again this year. It was just incredible, and you know we'll talk more when we talk about what we expect for 2024 about this. But yeah. I mean, just just the energy is just. Um, I'm so it was it was great. It was a great WGI this year. You
1: know, it's really cool. In our area, we have a world class color guard and a world class finalist drum line. That is that's very right in the Metro Philadelphia area. Very unusual. That's Shout right. Out to Metro Philly
4: i you know, also too- i thought wgi was awesome um i i did go in 2022 but uh it was the first year i got to take my kids to wgi this year so they got to see everybody and that was that was huge for them like i mean you don't you don't really get to watch band during band season you, you don't no. often get to watch a lot of winter guard during winter guard season and we we only have a handful of world-class guards in texas so like just to see that many what i remember when they were like are we gonna see guards that are better than origins and i was like yes,
1: yes my we kids do the same thing about jersey <laughs> yeah. My kids uh-huh. do the same thing yeah so that's cool i got a question for you color guard people you know i've been to a couple of uh Winter guard finals and is there ever a, a a show that the room is not like Amped because the the drum room is not like that at all. I mean, no, it's really, not. the uh, energy is so different. I was to say as we're directing
0: a guard that was placed last when we went, the entire like whole arena erupted even for us. So I mean that's uh, you know it, it's. It's amazing. It's it's really great. We have a really supportive community for as much as like all of the the drama and everything else that goes on. Like, I think overall, we have a really supportive community of people in the color guard world. So that is oh, I love that so much. Uh, but speaking of supportive communities, one of the big things from this year that I have really loved is I we've been getting a lot more um news stories and a lot more coverage on these HBCU bands and like talking about the HBCU championships and all of these things that have been going on. I I love, 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 love that we've been seeing so much of that because I feel like that's kind of the flavor that our activity has been needing. Like, like I I love, you know, obviously we're going in the direction that we've grown from, from our roots, but I feel like this interweaving of cultures that's slowly starting to happen is
1: really, really beautiful to watch in real time. I have been I have been watching that for the past couple of years in drumline. Like people may not realize it. And as much as they criticize the movie drumline, as I watch, I just start <laughs> pieces of flair of that approach to it. Yeah, I just got to be looking for it. I, I'm glad someone else noticed. Oh yeah. Oh,
0: for sure. We, well, we had, um, we had Greg from the South shore come teach at our camp a few years ago and he's, he taught at our camp for a few years and, and like just his style and technique, you could tell when students were in his class versus in uh, the class with one of our other instructors who, who had like the WGI background, the the so-called classic WGI background. And, And I think that like really blending these different styles and finding sort of a new direction to go in is really awesome.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Nothing I'm just excited about it. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that.
0: We love so a what- melting pot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> what are some other like things from the news you guys were excited about this year? Um
2: not so much ex- uh, definitely not excited about um but it's still, you know, the big story, especially here in North Jersey and in the ZCI community in general was, you know, when they announced that the cadets were not going to be fielding a oh, corps yeah. this year. I oh. mean, that was a huge story. It's still resonating yeah. here. I still see people ask, you know, I still run into drum corps. People and like, do you think the cadets will come back? So, I mean, it's, it's still, you know, people are still talking. People are still wondering. It's still resonating. Um, and it's just, you know. It remains to be seen. It's it's going to be different. It's going to be, well, DCI in general is going to be different this year with the all-age class, but, um, you know, it's just, it's going to be different.
0: I'm excited for this all-age class. This is going to yeah. be neat.
1: That's, that, it is that, going to be neat. It's going to be interesting to see how the DCA Corps make it happen. You know, I, yeah. I, I marched in the Bushwhackers for numerous amounts of years. I'm oh, a Bush alum over here, too. Bush! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I'm on the in blue. Uh, so anyway, like, I, 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 the pacing that most of the DCA cores go on is so radically different from, you know, the schedule that they're not going to have. I'm yeah. going to be interested to see how they keep up with that. Cause we are definitely a month to a month and a half behind normally, uh, right. new course. So that will be very interesting. I'm excited right. about that. I, I thanks Jackie. I forgot about that. <laughs> well, let's jump into our gush
0: and goes then. Uh, this is the time in our show where our hosts can gush and go on about anything they like.
3: Great job, everyone. Set your equipment down. Gush and go.
0: All
2: right, Trish, why don't you start us off? Well, as of twelve thirty-one p.m. today. I am officially on break from school. Woohoo! Yay. <laughs> yes. Big yay. I mean, first year teaching kindergarten, I have a little bit of a tough crowd and all, you know, they're great, but you know, they they're challenging at times. And, you know, we were, you know, we, Today was kind of a loose day because it was a half day and it was the last day anyway. So we were across the hall in pre-K hanging out with them. And then the kids were, I was like, come on, let's go. We're going back. Where are we going? I'm like, home. We are going home. And we're not coming back until 2024. So, I mean, that you know, it's just, you know, it, it's a little bittersweet. You know, you're not going to see them for a few days, but definitely much needed break.
0: Agreed. whitney what do you want to gush about
4: (laughs) oh gosh i don't know i just i'm gonna tell everyone to go practice because it's christmas break and don't be lazy and so go go practice yeah
0: yeah everybody talks about self-care i feel like practice is involved in self-care like you know you're like oh we're taking a rest and we're taking a break but like practice is is the mind break i feel like right. i don't know That's yeah. practice for, for yourself yeah 100 what do you what do you want to gush about
1: well because of the school break i'm excited because i get to sit behind my computer and write some music mm. yeah I, I i miss that uh that time it's like uh a lone hermit time <laughs> i can be a loner no one to bother me no phone calls no kids No, nothing like like Trish said it's time to go home okay and so
0: when Woody is talking about sitting at his computer and writing music I I am skeptical that he actually just sits at his computer because literally just looking at his setup in the background there um I can see a keyboard I see a full like drum set with also like I can't tell if it's got like both uh a, like normal acoustic drums and electronic ones and also a mini fridge so i feel like there's there's probably a lot of self-care going on in that room <laughs> in addition to writing the music
1: <laughs> oh once i come down in the dungeon i don't have to come back out that's why you need a refrigerator and a space heater <laughs>
0: yes
4: i'm out for the space heater <laughs> it's an awesome little studio you've got
1: yeah, you know, uh, I don't know how much people want to hear about my personal life, but uh, we we downsized to uh, a smaller house. I used to have like a big ranch house. Oh, I'm too old to cut. To... It was like four hours of grass cutting. No, I hear you. Now it's like an hour of grass cutting. So that tells you what are big of a switch. And then when we came here, my wife said, uh, you can take the basement. Woohoo! And we got here and the refrigerator came and they delivered the wrong refrigerator, which is this one. And so the company was like, just keep it. And that's how I got the little refrigerator. Wow. I
4: I hear you can save time on um, mowing the lawn if you just buy goats.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I still live in an urban-esque kind of community. You know, we don't do that here in South Jersey. We grow corn. You grow corn in Jersey? (laughs) Oh, Yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh, oh yeah, it's the from garden Missouri.
0: State. All of my corn comes from Iowa.
1: It is the garden state. Ah, uh, true. See, so you know what it is you have my part of Jersey confused with Trisha's part, right? Two different,
2: it completely countries. is. It, it is,
1: and it might as well be China and Korea, like, right? They're not even. and and don't let anyone tell you there's something as central jersey there's north there's south that's it (laughs) and and, um so also trish teleport
2: see i thought you were gonna give me like a lame like go eagles or something like that that's where i thought you were going with that no
1: we're not talking about them right now because uh anyway oh how about that water break uh (laughs) (laughs)
0: i i will say that when so this year after the macy's parade i on my way home i hit a deer in jersey oh and i was just like wait wait a minute wait a minute i live in missouri we have like some of the highest like hunting rates and stuff like that of deer and like we have so like seriously i have seven deer that live in my yard i had to go all the way to jersey to hit my first ever deer. were you okay damage anything yeah or? oh yeah everything was great my i it just took out a headlight that's all i made it home and the oh, headlight that's still good. worked it just pointed that's at a funky angle <laughs> oh
2: there are bad accidents here from that a lot
0: oh yeah did the deer perish yes the deer perished oh. very quickly
4: so
1: yes, they do. at
0: least it was there was no suffering involved
1: oh did you keep it maybe
0: Oh my I, no, no, oh. I, <laughs> I could I could have brought it for Jeremy. Apparently <laughs> I did go see Jeremy after that. So. Oh, that could be your gush. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I should gush about that. I, Cause I honestly, I didn't have anything planned. I got to go see Jeremy. We hung out. We talked a lot of things, uh guard closet and on a water break related. And of course Macy's band related. And I'm, i'm just excited about that like i i really love like getting to work for guard closet and doing all this fun stuff with you guys and i feel like i've you know not completely lost touch with the rest of the world like a lot of like i was honestly scared of that happening when i had a kid because i really like my kid a lot and kind of just yeah. want to <laughs> sit and stare at him all day <laughs> but uh jeremy's like no go 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 to stuff for Guard Closet. Go get ready for this podcast. So, <laughs>
3: Hey, it's called Gush and Go, not Gush and Stay. Let's go.
0: <laughs> There's my awards music. <laughs> all right, everyone. It is time to take the holiday lights off of the instruments and make sure the drumline and Winter Guard floors are all pulled out. You are going to want to stick around for our next break as we talk to Whitney about all that went down at Round Rock High School just a few short weeks ago.
2: Hey, this is Christine Rehm.
4: and Chris Green.
2: Guard Closet was founded as a consignment business in 2000. Since then, it has grown to include winter guard, band, percussion, and other genres.
3: We can help you with custom flag and costuming designs.
2: Our consignment inventory has plenty of great looks for your color guard, drumline, and marching band.
3: Pay it forward. When you purchase consignment, you help other programs. Last year, we sold over 400 sets of consignments and returned over $125,000 in payments to our consigners for their sales.
2: Additionally, Guard Closet offers custom and pre designed costumes, flags, floors, and formal wear, full or partial show writing, educational programming, and other
3: services. Max out your rehearsal time and set up a microsite for easy student ordering for shoes, gloves, and other equipment.
2: The Guard Closet team is here to help you get everything you want and need for your season. Check us out at GuardCloset.com
4: and follow us on social media.
1: So
0: we are back and everyone is still with us on the sidelines. We want to talk today with Whitney about what happened at her program at Round Rock High School with her color guard. It was amazingly impactful to see the whole thing develop in real time and still turn out with such a happy ending. So spoilers, spoilers. It is a happy ending. Uh, so Whitney, why don't you take us back to the beginning of the story and walk us through everything that happened? This, this story has probably happened or it could happen to any one of us.
4: All right. So, oh, okay. That's a lot. Um, <laughs> so it was November, I think it was the 20, it was the 29th. And I was having a conversation with my band director about um, like wearable stuff for Winter Guard, Like Okay, we're going to get this sweatshirt and these pants and whatever. I like wearable stuff. It's fine. Um, so we're talking about that. And then he was like, okay, I do have something else that we need to talk about. I was like, okay. And he said, we're, we're transitioning um, out of color guard next year. And we're going to do dance team. And I was like, just like took me, I was just kind of (laughs) shocked i guess i was like am i am i really hearing this right is what that's a bomb Um, yeah yeah and i just remember sitting like this with my my face in my hand for like an entire like the whole conversation and like we talked for a little bit i was like trying to understand why and he like gave me like some details and said that um another teacher at the school would be in charge of the dance team um and so that that meant that i wasn't even like i don't know if he even considered me for it or what but i wasn't even gonna get an interview i guess because he had already decided that it was gonna be um this teacher um who used to be the drill team teacher at round rock and then has switched to something else and um She's also my teacher of record for my guard class. Um, does all my grades and attendance and everything. Um, so I just was like, I don't know. I was I was shocked and um, I I think I was like just not really believing it. I guess I was like, this is this is really interesting. I don't know what like what's happening. Like we what? just went to Grand Nats. We were eighth oh. at Grand Nats. Uh, like yeah. we the. The guard is fine. I don't like there. There's to me, it didn't seem like there was any reason to and you guys to make well, such a switch.
0: You guys did really good at WGI last year, too. I mean, we went <laughs> well. I mean, that's but that's like the whole thing is like, yeah. yeah, you got to that point,
4: yeah. So, and I, and I, this is my fourth year, and so I, I got hired during COVID, and that like whole first year was you know, like mostly virtual. We actually did in-person winter guard and um, did some in-person training in the fall and stuff and, like, did the music video thing. Um, But, uh, like, I have – this is now my fourth season of having a middle school guard. And so those, like, middle school kids are starting to, like, get into the high school guard and are getting really good. And, like, my sophomores are awesome. My eighth graders and my freshmen are awesome. Like, I have a a lot of awesome kids that are, like – especially from going to WGI, like they're hungry yeah. to be really good. Like they, they want to be really good. They love color guard. I finally like have a bunch of kids that really like color guard and want to try things and do hard stuff. And they're like, teach me, a t- teach me a trick. I want to learn a trick, you know, all that, like that. You just, you want your kids to, to want to be like that, you know? Cause I've, I've had kids that are quite the opposite of that, where it's just like, I'm here. I'll practice when you say it's time to start practice, but I'm not putting any extra effort or whatever. So I've like finally gotten them into um, a culture of like, we love color guard and we want to do color guard and be really good and whatever. And so that was just like a, a, a big, like knife to the heart. Um, yeah. So we, we talked, we talked for a while um, and I even recommended like, well, why have you thought about doing, like, what Ronald Reagan does? Because they're a band that we see often. We had our first football game against them. Um, and they do the dance team and the color guard. And then they have, like, 80 kids on the field. So they're able to, you know.
0: They can I, do anything, yeah.
4: Yeah, it, and it's such a size game in Texas. I know we all know this. I don't need to tell anybody that. But, um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so we we finished the conversation. He was like, okay, well, I'm going to go to the guard class and tell the kids. And I was like, okay. Um, so we went to guard class and I knew they were suspicious because like, he doesn't come, he doesn't come around guard class much. Um, I mean, there, there are four period there are literally eight periods of band classes. So like, there's not really a break besides lunch where there aren't kids in the band room. So whatever. But he um he came to the gym they were all like what's happening
1: you oh, can tell they were like,
4: suspicious yeah. yeah um so we sit down and he tells the kids and um the tears the tears start like trickling and then like the sobbing is happening kids are trying to like oh literally keep it together um and and he they asked a bunch of questions um one of the kids one of the seniors actually asked um if i would still be if i would be in charge of it and he was like i'm not really sure what miss stone's um role is gonna be yet and like that that didn't go well that was not they didn't take that well so
0: was he like intending to just sort of like fire you without actually saying you're fired um
4: well he can't fire me because he's not my boss right. um i my, my boss is the fine arts director in the district so mm. i i don't know like That's i so i don't know uh, yeah
2: how would that have affected how, what was the plan for the winter programs um like the winter guard. Continued? this was
4: going to be the last winter guard season and he oh told and he told the kids that he was like this is going to be the last winter guard season so enjoy it
2: oh my and god make the
4: most of it um you know, like it's probably just gonna be a club after this. We're gonna, like, oh my Color God. Guard's gonna become a club. Wow. It'll be pretty separate from the band, and you'll get to do Winter Guard all season, all year long. Um, and just tried to frame it like that. And the kids, like, were like, uh, no. 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 So um, that was, you know, the beginning of class. And by the time he left, like, probably 20, 30 minutes later, they're literally walking around, sobbing, calling their parents, laying on the ground, like just panicking, like absolutely losing it. All, I have 30, 32 that were in the guard class, and then I have a, bu- a bunch of middle schoolers too. So they're all calling their parents, texting their parents. I had multiple parents show up at school because we're the last period of the day. I had parents show up at the school like ready to fight. Um and it was uh yeah so that started the whole thing and during during our class period is when Allery Allery's one of my captains um she made the petition and i was like my hand i'm not right. i'm not gonna involve right. myself in it you sure do whatever like and i i didn't <laughs> definitely didn't expect to end up the way it did with the petition i i i don't know i have I think by the like time she 7, had, lose, it, it was, it was just under 7,000. I think yeah. it was like six thousand nine hundred eighty-four, or something like that. Um, so yeah, but they like, they, the kids were excited about the petition. That was like, that was the big thing for them. And when AMP shared it and signed it, they lost it. That was, yeah, that, that was, that was the winner. Um, so yeah, the school ended. Um, I went and talked to, my fine arts, my boss, my fi- the fine arts um, for the district, and um, he he was upset and um, was not in support um, of the whole decision. Um, he he found out like about three days later or three days before me. He had found out like on Monday, and then Wednesday is when um, he told me and the garden. So that
2: conversation actually between you and him should have happened before those kids were told. Oh, yeah. it, like in I my mean, opinion. I was only
4: told like an hour before them. I don't even That's know if it was I'm a saying. full they hour. Yeah.
1: yeah. No. but he should have had that finalized with the fine arts department first before any of it came out. There
4: was a lot of missteps. There were a lot of missteps in this whole thing. Um, I mean, honestly, like the fact that I was left out of the conversation completely.
2: A thousand percent
4: was like that was yeah so i mean that was one of the points that people were really upset about um and then obviously the the email um was sent after school and i think everybody's seen the email um i know that was circulating and people were sharing the email
1: oh yeah um, those screenshots were
4: all over facebook yes so that that got leaked and then everybody i mean that was like well. You did it. You did that. So (laughs) like, sorry, buddy. Um, so yeah, I went and talked to my fine arts, um, the fine arts director for round rock ISD and who was my boss and cried in his office. And he was like, just let me know what you need. And I was like, I don't know right now, but I'm going to go teach the cadet guard kids right now. Super really want to teach color guard right now. I'm like, my i have i've been crying for like three hours at this point and i had some middle school kids and some of them are finding out so when they come to cadet rehearsal they're like what's gonna happen what's going on and i I had five kids that were just in the varsity marching band that are in the cadet guard still because they're eighth graders and they were like not okay not okay so it was just a whole day of crying basically um kids just like crying awesome. i'm trying to teach flag choreography they're crying and i'm like i same like it was it was really hard to be there that at that point because i was like what am i training these middle schoolers for right I would what am i doing here like program, what is the yeah. point yeah because right. at that point it was like oh a club Ooh. yeah um so so yeah so we went home the internet blows up everything is exploding and um the petition continued to gain traction overnight um and i i tried to read as many like comments and posts as i could like overnight i mean there were there are so many like i really i think there's a whole corner of the internet that i'm never gonna see that that happened around this that i like i literally just won't ever find all the comments and Posts and things. Because like lot. someone shares it and then someone else shares it, and then there's comments, and then somebody else shares it from that. And it's just like, oh yeah, it's a it's a big spider web. So um woke up the next morning, had that moment of like you you wake up and you're like, oh, morning, and then you're like, ah, crap. That awful right. thing happened where you like remember the trauma. So I called my principal and scheduled an a meeting with him that day. I was like, "We can we please meet today?" And he was like, "Yeah, sure." Um so I met with him that afternoon. Um the whole time we're talking, we talked about an hour. Um and my my main questions were just like, "Why why are you letting this happen?" like what? Yeah. And he's um he's a big sports guy and he doesn't really like doesn't really know a lot about fine arts. Um but it's it's, it's kind of kind of sucks for round rock because like the school is, I mean, pretty much everything that round rock does is great. Like we have so yeah. many great programs. Like it's not just like the band is great. Like um, w- we have a great dance program. We have a great choir program. We've got orchestra. Like there's so many good things that are happening in fine arts and not just sports. Like I, th- I think our baseball team is really good. And our volleyball team is really good, but like everything the kids are really smart, like DECA is great, There's all kinds of things. And I was just like, why would you, why would you eliminate a program that's thriving right now? Like, what? I don't, I don't understand why this would happen. We already have two dance teams. We have the Dragonettes, who's the the drill team. And then we have Dragon Pride and there's like drill prep classes. There's all kinds of dance classes. And we used to have ballet folklorico. Like there's really not a demand for another dance team on campus. So I was like, where are these kids coming from magically? Like, what are you? Right. And I I had to, to relate it to him. I was like, Matt, it's like if you if you went up to the baseball team and you said we're ending baseball, but you guys can all go play basketball now like that wouldn't that wouldn't fly like no yeah that's not that's not how this how this is and if if these if the color guard kids wanted to do dance they would also do dance and i have a few that are in rotc i have a couple that are in um dragon pride the the like essentially jv dance team um and there's some band kids in the in dragon pride and um i've you know like there are kids that are able to manage multiple things. I've got a lot of kids in the dance classes, like, which is great. Um, but you can't just like eliminate something and turn it into a club from a competitive program with, I have three competitive winter guards, like what I like, I don't, there's no, there's no reason. Like I would understand it if it, if it, the guard was really bad and we had like five kids right and it'd be like yeah, okay maybe there's you know we 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 might need to try something new this isn't
0: something where the kids wanted to, a transition right. to doing more yeah dance.
4: yeah and but th- yeah we dance a lot like i'm a dancer i grew up as a dancer yeah. like we we dance a lot they get plenty of that but they also they want to throw their rifles in the air and they want <laughs> to like spin their flag like that so they're, i don't know yeah so i just asked i was like why is this happening and he said he was just trying to be you know supportive of what the band director wants and um you know on and on and whatever and i was like okay um so we were we were about to move i was about to move my office because i share an office with the band director um we, we did that last year to like help strengthen our relationship. Cause I had like a, a little desk in the guard room and I would like never see anybody. And it was just like a dark hole in a corner. And I was like, i I need to be out in like, I'm, I'm a social butterfly. So I, I need to be out in the space and like see people.
1: So, right. um,
4: so I was about to move my stuff out of the office, we were about to take everything out of the guard room and move it down by the gym, um, in a locker room. Like we were about to like cut ties and split. Like it was, it was crazy how much went down. I mean, that was less than 24 hours. I was going to say, how
0: many days was this since you found out? This was the next
4: day. I I met with Matt the next day at 2 PM and it had been like right at 24 hours meanwhile my phone's sitting on his desk just blowing up just absolutely exploding and i'm like um you know people are calling me and all the text messages all of it all of it is just exploding and i'm like i don't think you you know what's actually going down like this Mm -hmm. is blowing up like you guys don't look good right now this doesn't look good does not look good um and like my band director the principal the fine arts ap um and my my boss the fine arts director all four of them are like not really on the internet much they're not really in social media so they i don't the people told them like what was happening but they didn't really get to witness it like they didn't really get to see like what was actually happening with like the petition and the posts and the sharing and all the things. So I don't think they real still really have any clue, like how deep and wide and far this went and how many people have opinions on it. So I don't know. It was, it was crazy. And then we had our, our, so I already had our, um our guard parent meeting scheduled for that Thursday, that the same day I met with Matt. Um, and um, this was supposed to just be a logistics meeting to talk about, like, okay, these are the fees for each guard, this is where we're going, here's the contract, here's the WGI performer release, all those things. Um, and I got through my portion really quickly because it, um, it turned into a town hall meeting essentially, and um, there were a bunch of, um, alumni there there were band parents there there were band kids there um there were alumni parents there um like um and then obviously all my kids and my parents were were there too because this was a mandatory meeting and david was there and he got up in front of the room and um just kind of explained like what was going to happen um and then everybody just drug him across the coals for an hour like it was like a full hour of him standing up in in front of the room in front of like, I think there was at least a hundred people there. Um, just tearing him up, tearing him up. Absolutely. Just letting him have it. And he, he was very calm and just like listened and just kind of took everything in. And then we hit like an hour and he was like, all right, Miss um, Stone, can we go talk in the hall? And I was like, yeah, like I'm sitting right here. Just crying in the corner yeah let's go let's go talk so we go out in the hall and um he essentially was like okay so what if we keep the guard and just add the dance line it was like is that something that you're going to be able to like can we do this it's crazy was
0: like, it's yes. unbelievable like,
4: this should have been this should have been the like initial Wasn't
0: an option to begin with we could have <laughs> skipped all of this yes! all,
4: like all of it oh. and and re- hey remember yesterday when i was like why don't we just do what reagan what reagan does and add the dance team you know oh. um could have just been like yes good idea um so yeah so we went back in the band room and he announced that to everybody and cheers and now happy tears are coming out of everybody and everybody is like hugging and just so happy and so that that was the 30 hours of the round rock saga
0: that's what it it frustrates me so much because like that we are in this system in in this when we're in the school we're part of the school we're in this system where a single person has this like authority to just you know, make a decision over these kids lives like that. And, and they don't, you know, they might not be the most empathetic person in the world to be able to consider how it's going to affect everybody. Yeah. You know? I don't,
4: I don't think he really had any idea. Like, I, I really don't think he knew what, what the impact was going to be and that they were going to be so upset and um, like literally distraught about this. Like I had kids and parents that that day that were like, we're gonna transfer oh my, my kid. We're gonna we're gonna go to we're gonna go to Cedar Ridge if, if this Whoa. sticks. Like we're we're going to another school. I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have to figure out how to get her to transfer to, you know, I mean Cedar Ridge is literally like the closest school. And they're like we're gonna go to your wife's school, and I was like, like what? Well, I, I don't. What am I gonna tell you? No. Yeah. So, um, from here, I think. The break is going to be really good for us. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, like we, we, my kids jumped back into like, let's go mode, like real quick, real quick. Um, and we had a conversation, we had a like conversation and um, I told them, you know, like you need to make sure you apologize. Um, if you said some things, maybe that, cause they're, I mean, There were some really harsh things said to to the band director that night, you know, and they were not all super respectful. So we had to have a conversation about, like, there are ways to um, be effective with your words and not be mean. You know, like, let's so it was it was a learning experience for all of us on many levels. Um, Yeah. And this is this is a good a good lesson for everyone. Like, I mean, one don't take advantage of anything doesn't matter like what level you're at i mean we we just got eighth place at grand nats and then this happened literally like two weeks later Mm -hmm. it just was you know like you just don't know and i i think covid covid definitely showed us that um you know not to take things for for granted but i mean three years later and i think we're all kind of back in a and I deserve this and I deserve that and there can't be any change and nothing will ever be canceled again, but it's not true. <laughs> so yeah. like, you really just don't know. Um, so I, I don't know. I think, I think it was, it, it. there were positives that came out of this and also, you know, like the, the trauma of that whole day and a half, like that's that's not going anywhere and i think um there's definitely trust trust that is gonna have to be rebuilt um from many many angles at at round rock um and i know like the the guard kids i know they and the parents want to see more respect from our our band and our band kids because sometimes they're like truly not super supportive um and some of them we had emails from a few like two band band parents that were like excited to eliminate the color guard and go to go on this dance team journey and it and i was included in that email and i'm like wow wow okay i see you i see you um so i don't know it's um it's gonna be interesting um i think but um now we get to go do winter guard And it's not the last one. Um, So...
0: Not the last one!
4: (laughs) I think the kids just really feel like they have something to prove now. Which, Mm. I'm fine with that.
0: (laughs) 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 I I think it's been brought up on this podcast before. And I think it's definitely something... Maybe it's worthy of its own full episode. But maybe this is an opening for us to talk about... uh, what kind of education needs to be taking place for band directors in regards to not just color guard, but I feel like the visual aspect of band to understanding how all of those things work together. So I I have so many things to say on this topic. Uh Yes. Uh, Yes. We need that to be, like I said, that needs to be a full episode.
3: (laughs) Yes, I kind
1: of think your, your feelings with the band not respecting the color guard that that's, that's a, inbred issue in the activity. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Very much so. Uh, Drum lines and color guards always get together because they have the same kind of attitude towards the activity. I always think that wind players don't get the same satisfaction as color guard and percussionist for whatever reason, Hmm. it just doesn't... Like, you don't find lifers who are wind players. Lifers <laughs> are usually color guard and percussionists. There are a few, you know, usually if they're a wind player and they're a lifer, they're a visual person.
0: Hey, that's a good point. And Interesting.
1: Don't get The same entertainment out of it that we do. I don't know, I don't know what it is. That's, that's a subject. Wow. You know.
0: Yeah. Let's, yeah, we're, here we are planning all of our future episodes.
1: <laughs> yeah, our are our bubble mapping. People? Because you can't breathe and I can. I will, I, will, I, will. <laughs> I also hope that our
0: listeners will take this story as a sign that you can make a difference by speaking up and, you know, telling people about what's going on. Uh, we can all make a difference. And I feel like, you know, the community came together and really showed that with this whole situation. So,
4: yeah, is- I, I can't, I can't thank everybody enough, honestly. Like, I was, I was shocked to see all of the posting and sharing. Like I thought this was just going to be like a small bomb that was dropped in Round Rock, Texas, but it was so much more global than I could have ever imagined. Um, And I I got to talk to a lot of really great people, uh, you know, about it and because of it. So, and it, it was, um, it was, it was really cool to like, just see how the community stood stood up behind my kids, whether they knew them or not or had ever seen them or whatever. Like they just they got behind. Whitney, are you going to WGI this year? Um, I would love to. Um we weren't planning on it because literally in twenty twenty three we did WGI Mm -hmm. and BOA. Um so we weren't planning on it, but um I would I would love to potentially make that a thing this year. I don't know. I feel like we could probably easily raise the money to do it after all this. You'll get, you'll get
2: the biggest standing ovation in pre, like you just will. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I, I, I thought about that. Yeah. I was like, that would be really (laughs) cool to, to go after all of this. Yeah.
1: See what I mean? The drum room is so drastically different. (laughs) No one in a drum room would care. (laughs) Yeah, I heard they got their program cut. Yeah, so what? Yeah, whatever. (laughs) whatever. They're drummers. They always bounce back. (laughs) No wonder they were dirty.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. It is our final rehearsal block of 2023. So let's take a deep breath and do it one more time. Then we'll be back with the news and more.
4: I'm Lexi Duda and I'm the host of On a Water Break in Stones. I've grown up a competitive baton twirler, winning numerous world titles, and now I'm a coach. I want to bring to you stories from twirlers from all over. So grab a water break, listen in, because you won't want to miss some of these incredible experiences these twirlers have had. All of this coming up and more on On a Water Break in Rhinestones.
0: we are back and thank you Whitney once again for doing that deep dive all of us were right there with you and you guys when you were going through it uh hopefully we can take this as a lesson for what people can do whenever they stick together and I know this is like written in my script but I just want you to know like I truly truly mean this from my heart because this was like seriously my entire existence you know once I learned about this and trying to get get it out there so uh, what you. is everybody looking forward to in 2024 in the marching arts world?
2: Well, I have to say from being, um, the course, the unofficial or unofficial correspondent of DCA dish last summer, I'm really excited to see how we're going to transition this now into DCI all age. Um, there's just so much going on right now. Um, I've noticed I'm sure many of you have as well, that the DCA cores are taking a very different approach and trying to keep up with the Joneses a little bit, like the shows Mm -hmm. are being announced now, trying to create a little bit of a buzz, um, doing all that kind of stuff. Um, And it's going to be really interesting to see because Woody touched on something really, you know, really, he made a really good point earlier when he talked about, you know, we're always like a month and a half behind. I went to the first DCA show last summer in Connecticut. Nobody had guard uniforms. Nobody had their full show together. Mm. How's that going to work? And I commented, you know, last, you know, in season one about this. How's this going to work next year? You're going to have to come out a lot more prepared because the season is going to be so much shorter. And you're going to be performing in these bigger venues and all this kind of stuff. So, you know, let's see what's going to happen. I'm really, really curious to see how this is all going to play out.
1: I hope that the, you know, a lot of these new DCA staffs, they're younger. So they missed that. You know, obviously, I'm a little bit older. And uh, the seasons used to run that same block, but you would come out in, in, in June and you'd have a full show. There's not a lot of people remember how that, that went. So it, it should be very interesting to see how those DCA people get over that. Because, well, you know how hard it is to get the people in the door and get started, you know. Well, we can't even start till WGI is over. You know, it, it should be very interesting.
0: Well, what are you excited about for the coming year?
1: Well, I, I you know what, I'm kind of excited because I'm uh, – taking on a new venture this winter, Uh, a friend of mine's. He started an A group, and it's definitely for the kid that's not going to make a world group by any chance, no stretch of imagination. You know, if you've ever had these bigger groups, you watch so many kids just walk away dejected, and they just go away. You don't know where they go. 'Cause there's no place for them to go. So, so he Stepping started Stone. the group. Yeah, he's the it, it will always be that, you know, hey, come play here, learn the activity. And so uh I I like being involved in those kind of programs. We talked about that I think in the last uh the last time we all got together. I like being involved in that and So I'm excited because it's off the ground and I'm hoping that it goes well and it has a lot of potential. That's what I'm excited about.
4: I'm excited about WGI. Um, We have our first performance literally in like three weeks. We have a breakthrough show literally on the 13th. Yeah. So we're going to come back from break and be like, okay, we got like a rehearsal to make sure we're okay to be seen in front of people. So um, it's it's going to be here quick. I know it's crazy. It's really early. January 13th is very early. Um, but we're going to go do the breakthrough show thing and then get started on winter Guard season. Um, I'm, I'm just excited for winter. I don't know. I love winter Guard.
0: I, so are is everybody's circuit shows like starting earlier this year? Cause like here in, in, at MCCGA in Missouri, like we've pushed back. We usually have a January show. And this year, I think the first show is the first weekend of February. And like the there's another there's a couple other clients I'm writing for who's, they actually are starting earlier in January than they used to. Like, what's up with all this?
2: So up here in, in North Jersey in the well, north it's actually New Jersey, Pennsylvania, New York, the main circuit. We have, we do have, um, a preview show, January 13th, and it's just like a little evaluation. So what they do is, um, there's two performances. You do two performances. You go in the first time. There's no audience, just a couple, like, like two or three judges. You, you could do a minute. You could stay, you could do whatever you want. Um, you could just, you know, you could do, like I said, a minute, you could do your whole show, you can wear your costumes, you cannot wear your costumes and whatever. And you just get feedback. Then the kids basically sit around all day cause you, you can't go in and watch the other guards. So they're in the cafeteria, West Milford's making a ton of money because the kids <laughs> are just sitting around. They have nothing to do all day, but sit around and buy food in the cafeteria. And then at like that, the evaluations usually start around eleven, twelve 12 AM. You get 20 minutes. Sometimes it's 15, sometimes it's 20, depending on how many groups are there in with you. And just a couple, the handful of judges you can, and you get, you get that 15, 20 minutes. If you only have a minute done, or if you have your whole show done, you can talk to them. You could ask them, you could say, can we set up this one part again? Could you see that again? Or do you want to see the whole thing again? Or whatever. And then, you know, you're, you're done. You get really good feedback. Then the doors open around like five o'clock for spectators. The kids come in, there's an open gym for everybody to warm up and then the kids sit in the stands and they just go out. You just go out one at a time. You just do your show. There's, you know, the judges do, you know, do critique commentary on competition suite for you the second time. But, um, the kids just sit in the stands. They every group comes. It's not like a traditional show where you're at the hall. You come from the, you know, you come from the rounds, and then you come in. You set up your floor. The kids literally set up. You know, sit in the stands, and then okay, pull your floor out. Everybody claps. Every then the next one comes on, and it's just really open. It's great. Like even if you just do a part of your show, it's fine. Everybody's so excited. They're not talking about you know they were dirty or they were this. Or, oh my God, this, you know, like my kids, their Valley's doing this and this one's doing that. And, you know, and it's really great. And it's just, you know, so we have we do have that every year and it is usually the Martin Luther King day weekend. So it's usually around the same. So we do usually do that around the same time, but the following weekend there is no main show. So you do get that buffer in between the previous show and when you have to really compete to kind of, you know, tweak things or whatever, but it's a fun day. It's a really fun day.
0: That sounds like an amazing way to build community within your circuit. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun.
4: That sounds pretty similar. At least the first half of your day is similar to what we do at breakthrough show with the judges and everything, but people can be in the gym when judges are doing the, the, their minutes and things
0: i i'm very excited for 2024 i have to say because you know especially with all the talk about dci all age and all of that stuff because i signed up to be a part of the blue stars 60th anniversary alumni course Yes! Yay. so i am returning to the field Woo-hoo. when is that <laughs> is that this year uh yeah it's this year it's gonna Ooh. be uh i think it's the weekend right after the fourth of july so it's, it's just, I mean, there's rehearsals leading up to it, but it's basically just a one weekend situation. And I'm, I'm so excited about it because I was like, I could I could make this work. I missed the 50th anniversary. I originally, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go do the 50th. And then I just could not make it work in my schedule. And so this year I was like, I'm clearing my schedule and I am doing the alumni core because who knows, like, who knows, you know, we've, we've had so many Literally. things happen. Who knows who's going to be here for the next one um so yeah I'm I'm jumping in feet first uh I haven't performed I I've done community a little bit of community performances like parades and stuff but aside from that I haven't actually performed in front of a huge audience since the Olympics so (laughs) this is gonna be it was a long time ago okay you don't give me that look (laughs) a lot of stuff has happened since then are you guys doing Uh, DCI it's well we're not doing like a whole season it's literally just oh, yeah yeah one are you performing at dci finals yeah. and stuff no, okay, oh okay. no 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 not at finals oh. we're just oh. going we're just performing it's just that weekend okay um the uh it's like it, there's rehearsals like i said there's rehearsals leading up they haven't announced the dates for those yet but so i'm gonna have to go up there a couple times but basically we're we're doing a big performance for the home show of the blue stars and then Got it. So and not like boats
4: or like what troopers.
0: No, just I don't, did. I don't, yeah, okay. Not, nope, nope. It's got not, it, got it, got it. Not like I, that. But it is supposed to be a sh- like a full field show, which I nice. I don't know that they've done that in the past. Like I feel like I've seen the footage from the 50th, and they just did like they did an arc and they all had costumes and they had uniforms and stuff like that. And and they did an arc on the field, and the color guard spun like around the arc, and that was pretty much it. They're supposed to be a a full show? I don't know. There's like a lot of stuff in the up in the air about what it's gonna actually be this year, because I know and I know they've been like really upping the anticipation for it because of what like the troopers did and the blue coats did and everybody else. So I'm just well, I'm so excited. I'm just excited to be involved with the blue stars again.
1: I tell you what, Jackie, I uh, I taught the trooper uh, a, a legacy Corps this summer. Yay! Thought, let me tell you how exhausting. You wouldn't think it would be that bad. <laughs> How exhausting that weekend was! There was no death camp that ever even matched how <laughs> exhausted I was after that weekend. Because you know, just doing everything over the internet, not really meeting the people, and then all of a sudden I show. Oh my god! And so, good luck with that. Thank you. you
0: know, <laughs> It'll be like magic. It'll be fantastic.
1: <laughs> and then, I thought the Crossmen were up for the uh, DCI. I think they Um, are. Yeah. Yeah, I think they are. I don't know how it's going, but I thought they were the ones that were supposed to be up. Yeah. But uh, good luck with that. That's what uh, the way Bluecoats are going about it now is not Bluecoats. Blue Stars are doing it is exactly what Troopers did. They had a local thing and then they did the national. with that
0: as now, far as I know the national they aren't doing the national but I, it, that's not to say like I said a lot of the stuff is still not announced so we don't really know what's going on I'm just excited and like I, I actually like I got talked into it by a friend of mine who was just like because I you know I'm going back and forth about the whole well I'm a mom and I got to be there for my kid and you know her thing was well how amazing would it be for your kid to see you live Doing your thing, so I was like, "Yeah, that is cool." Okay, yeah, that would be, that would be really neat.
1: I tell you what, the blue coats messed it up for all us comeback people. (laughs) Oh my god, they they put the pressure on.
0: Wait, do we have to do sit rolls now? (laughs) Because hopefully not. I don't. I don't want it. I don't want it.
1: You're gonna be doing drill Don't worry. You have drill, to because- Drill is
0: fine. I can drill. I just don't want to drill on my rear end. <laughs> All right, let's go to the news. <laughs> First up we have a post from Dance Sophisticates Uh, they are a a company that does winter guard and winter drumline costuming and they have posted that they are closed for winter 2024 orders so if you have not ordered your costumes for the winter guard season you're not getting costumes for the winter guard season and I know a lot of other, other companies are kind of going to this model just because I feel like it, they're going to get such higher customer satisfaction rates because how many times have you ordered your costumes? And then they said, Oh yeah, they'll be there probably by the first show. And then they're not there until like the last show. Um, but having a specific set date of, okay, if you get like a certain, you know, a, a certain date, like at, at a, a certain amount, this is, this is when Uh, this is how many customers we're taking. And so like, you have to get your orders in by this day. And this, you know, if we have too many orders, too many customers, we can't get all of our orders out in time. So um, yeah, I I think a lot of companies are going to be following this model as they go forward, because it's just, it's smart. Honestly, it's just smart. They know how much they can handle and they're going to do that number. And then they're not going to try and take on more. And you know, I think I can see a lot of um a lot of designers and choreographers probably who are already doing this. And I think this is just gonna be a trend within our activity. Don't, you know, we're always so used to like, yeah, put in 110%. And I don't know how many times I have said yes to writing for programs when they call me up and I've already got 10 programs on my plate. And I'm like, yeah, I can throw on an 11th. That's no big deal. And, and I can't. (laughs) So, you know, this is going to be so much better for customers so get your orders in early, guys.
4: I think this will be a good opportunity for some of those smaller companies to to step up and be like, yeah. hey, we've got space in in our right. calendar. Um, I think it's smart that Dance Fiskets and probably some others that will follow are going to cap it because sometimes they they, just like you were just saying, they take on too much and then you don't see your costumes until October, March. And it's like, Uh, we just could have avoided this and if you had just told me we're full please use another company
0: yep and how? and you would you would be happy to use another company a lot of times because you know a lot of these especially smaller programs they're just like oh we saw something in your catalog we liked so we wanted to go with your company it's like but you could do something similar from another company and And probably cheaper and, and faster yeah and yeah i i think it's gonna be it's gonna be really good that they're doing that so, Woody, what do you got for now, us?
1: What what do I have for you? Yeah, um,
0: your news story for today.
1: Oh, I'm like, what do I have for you? I have <laughs> I have $1.50. Oh. I'll take <laughs> it. I'll take like, it. <laughs> okay, yes, yeah, so we're gonna talk about the WGI 2024 Hall of Fame recipient announcement. This year's percussion and this year, we are proud to announce that Jeff Hoffman made it, Jeff Sackett made it, and Sean Vega. A little side story: uh, my first DCA core I ever taught. Uh, Jeff Sackett uh, had been a uh, a member of that D- uh, DCA core, the Sunrisers. And I was just led- gonna say, name that core. Uh, so he was at the Sunrisers. I, you know, he was just a kid to me, and uh, of course I was just like, "I'm the drum guy." I'm like, "They can't do that! No, 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 no!" And in other words, I clown Jeff Sackett. I'm I'm ashamed. I'm saddened. He's awesome, dude. Though he, he is. Really awesome. He yes. really is. Yeah, he uh, he deserves this. The other two I don't know I, I, I I've seen them you know people you know in the activity hey hey how you doing all right and you keep walking
4: I believe Jeff is from the other Jeff Hoffman is from Indiana um I haven't read his bio but I'm pretty sure it's Jeff that I know from Indiana
3: I' jump of- in hey it's Jeremy i I got to work with Jeff Sactic in like two winter guard seasons um back with the winter guard named Apex. Um, shout out to Apex, bronze medal. woo-woo. Um, but um uh, like to watch that man work like live is really interesting. He's very math oriented in his process. um, and so everything sort of like worked that way. And he wouldn't show up to rehearsals with drill written down or anything like that. Like this was just moving people around in space. But in that yeah. time, it was very kind of drill heavy in that era because this was like early two thousands and like just the, his process is what was so interesting to watch as like the flag guy. Like I was just writing the flag choreography. And so I'm just like watching this process happen of this person. Who's just like, he's just looking at it from a mathematical standpoint and shout out because he, he married my like most favorite color guard person ever rest in peace, Michelle Owens. She was like the beauty and light of like everywhere. And I know so many people know that name. I got to march with her in field of view. And then she taught me my last year of field of view and like the love and the light that that person had for everyone and this activity just like goes beyond so you know if that also helps Jeff to get to the hall of fame besides him really deserving it like yeah. then, you know I mean he just was amazing with her and she just you know went through a lot and it was just like a really tough time for them and but you know everything is you know better and now and so I I don't know he's just a really great guy and I I, I love sort of seeing him from you know that process standpoint so okay
1: bye <laughs> 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 you know, Jeremy, that I think that's that school of thought of the of that those people because uh, I work with uh, Mark Sylvester, same thing. Uh, I think because they all got it from uh, Zingali, Zingali, yeah, who, who also work in that that manner. So I think you know it's just a a breeding ground for it. It's incredible to watch, though.
2: Okay, so um, we've been talking about it a lot here on On a Water Break, and it finally happened. So the Celebration Bowl, um, which has become a fixture in the HBCU calendar, uh, just added the ESPN Band of the Year, and it was aired on ESPN. The Division II Band of the Year was Florida Memorial, and the Division I Band of the Year was North Carolina A&T. Um, I personally, I gotta, I gotta YouTube some of this stuff. I gotta check it out because it just mm-hmm. seems like it was really incredible. And, you know, kudos for to ESPN for putting out that coverage and doing all this for, you know, and they, you know, there was a quote, you know, in the news story saying that, you know, it's going to be bigger if, you know, it's just going to keep growing and, you know, how great is that? So I really want to check that out. Um check out some of those performances because it must have just been really incredible to you know during COVID,
1: I got a chance I got a chance to uh meet a lot of those guys online like uh every every week they would have this um uh black percussionist and the marching arts meeting wow it was, yeah it was really it was really cool but, you know obviously you know why I was in it and, but uh <laughs> It, it's a first off, it's a very small community, and they opened it up for all the people who are in the marching arts. So it was some DCI people and uh, historical black college people, and just to sit back and listen to them talk because, quite frankly, it's not something I know a lot about. It's in the Philadelphia area, not happening, and it was just very interesting. You know, maybe that is another thing, Jackie, that maybe you could dial your numbers and we can get somebody to talk about yeah
0: yeah okay hold on let me get some texting done
4: Okay, my news article for this week is from DCI, and it is about the National Association for 2024 in Fellowship Initiative. That's a mouthful. DCI announces the launch of a collaboration with the MBDNA designed to provide immersive opportunities for collaboration, learning, and growth through the In-Step Fellowship Initiative. Um, this program supports the participation of underrepresented communities in all facets of DCI, from membership to staff to leadership. Um, Interesting. According to Sue, I hope this is right, Kewenhold, DCI Senior Director of Ensemble Services, the InStep Fellowship is designed to expand the networks of music education professionals, including those who have been traditionally underrepresented underrepresented within our ranks, providing opportunities to benefit from better understanding the unique attributes of and best practices within the drum core art form from the inside. And then near the bottom, it's just talking about um, how there's a uh, for the applications select participants will be provided with a thousand dollars stipend to cover expenses as they join up with participating cores for a week during their 2024 summer tour um, and it's supposed to be uh, really interactive and highly engaging. Um, and the step fellows will work along uh, with professional educators of a select amount of drum corps um, to tailor their learning experience to their specific areas of interest. And the application deadline is March 1st.
0: I think it's good because I think it's like they can go a lot of directions with this and and make some really cool things happen for DCI.
1: They can attack some of those uh, drum corps-less states that you know don't really participate in this. There's a lot, you know. Uh, I kind of feel there like there are
4: a lot in the South. There's a lot that a don't lot. have.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's untapped. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Basically, drum corps is an East Coast, Midwest thing, and a yeah. little bit of the West Coast. Mm-hmm. But that—that's it. So that would be pretty. Would be pretty cool.
0: I think this is where we're going to benefit, though, from that blending of culture that we're talking about before, because if we can get some of that culture and that, that, you know, just different flavors going on and not the same sort of uh, the same sort of theme with the technique and with the, you know. So, like, one of the things about the cadets not coming out is how many drum corps step off with the right foot. And it's such a small thing such a small thing, but I feel like that's just such a theme of our whole activity. Everybody steps off with the left foot. And then you have the cadets coming out and making this little tiny change. You know, how much more dimension would our activity have if we would allow more of these different cultural influences to take place within it?
1: As long as people are not being stubborn, uh, you know, our our activity, we are very protective of what we do, and we don't like to let anybody stick their hand in and change that. For even if you're part of it, you got to get special permission to change it. You know, right. it's funny that way. We're we're very protective of it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I mean I'm very talkative today, huh? Sorry. I um, love
0: it. No, it's good. What do you keep it going? <laughs> I'll
1: just shut up now. <laughs> it's hard to have
4: a podcast if no one's going to talk. <laughs> this is true.
0: <laughs> no, I love it. I love it so much. I think I think it's a good thing. I'm I'm ready to see this initiative go forward and and excited to see where it goes. So Thank you guys so much for a great rehearsal this week. Thank you to our hosts, Whitney, Trish, and Woody. Go subscribe, write us a review, and share this with a friend. Follow us on all of our social media at On A Water Break, and we'll see you at the next rehearsal on A Water
1: Break. Isn't someone supposed to say go practice? Go
0: practice. The On A Water Break podcast was produced by Jeremy Williams and Christine Ream. The intro and outro music was produced by Josh Lyda. To learn more, visit LidaMusic.com. And until next time, thanks for tuning in.